of 50 Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that has technical <laughs> issues all the time. Already. All, all the time. And joining oh, okay, me, as good. always, is Lee and Grogu. And, and Colson. I have Colson and I have the and, cute dragon. What is a, what's and a dragon's I also name? Have, I have never named my dragon. Oh, you have and a Waldo. I also have Waldo. Oh. I Waldo. I found Waldo, and I'm keeping him. I don't know why, but I really wanted this Waldo doll when I saw it. So why haven't you named I your dragon yet? Him. I just, I don't name them. I just love them and squeeze them and call them all George. All right. Uh, you're, Kids, you're you the, uh, those of you in the audience tonight, your goal is to name, uh, name the uh, dragon. Sure. Actually, that. There you oh, go. Oh, 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 oh. Strantz. Uh, What's Durant mean? I don't know either. <laughs> okay. But it's never too late to name uh, a dragon actually, that, according to uh, Naomi. I like that. Ni- Naomi. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, John. It. I've never named any of them. I just, I like them, though. I keep all my dragons. I have the little baby ones. Mm-hmm. And then I have this one. So we have this one and the blue one. And a, was it red one last year? Yeah. Because I got three kind of medium size. I want the really, really big one that they're going to have at the auction, but there is no chance. Yeah, you probably are going to need. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to get that. Some disposable income that is uh, not that disposable. Not that disposable anymore. Oh, it's a strong. So, uh, it's a strong bad reference. God, means. it's been so long since I've heard about strong bad. Um, that was bad. like a circa '95. Is maybe '98. Up to '98 is the last time I think I thought of strong bad. Um, is this during your emo kind of goth? No, no, no. it's a it's a web hair? web comic thingy. Oh. Um, uh, I think there's also videos. It's been a long time since I've even thought about it, but um, I remember he yeah, has like a little he has a mask on and and mm-hmm. um, anyway. Uh, okay, very cool, very funny. Um, all right, I do want to let people know a couple of things. Number one, remember mask up, people. You don't have to wear them outside, but all the hotels. And Dragon Con are all on the same page. If you're in the hotel, put that mask on. And also, people in the parade, you don't have to wear it. But if you try to go into any of the hotels after the parade, they're going to want to see it. So put one on your wrist or hide it wherever in your costume that you need. Um, There's that. Don't. We can make friends of the football fans that are there. I'm a geek. John is a geek. See, I have to remember which way you are. And we both love college football, too. And I love both all of sorts us of football. Love, you love all sorts of football. And both of us know about cheering for a losing team. John, which one's yours? Uh, well, cur- well, currently. It's always been uh, FSU. So. Okay. Although they won. They, they won the other day, and they won a game that they should oh. have won. So, 
Okay, well, mine's the South Carolina Gamecocks, it's, and we have sucked for many, a many a year. Step up from last year, but anyway. Well, hey, they won a game. Be they happy. Won a game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they won. Uh, but we can make friends. So just nice to the people in the football. Um, hockey, also hockey remember, too, so. hockey. You do like hockey. I, I like. And I like all sorts of things. How did Tampa win a hockey thing? I don't know. Uh, I still haven't figured we've that out. Got three. I mean, we don't have three in a row. I know. But we have I three still total. can't figure it out. I still can't figure it out. Okay, and John, John. Yes, ma'am. There are unfortunately the more, some more new stuff? cancellations, folks. Oh no! What? Who canceled? No. Well, uh, the list kind of like doubled last night, um. and so you might want to look. Uh, the best place to go is to go to Dragon Con. Go to featured oh. guest. Go to hit the alphabet Z and then go all the way down. No. Because that'll show you who. But, folks, it'll also be on the app. So if you were thinking you wanted well, to go to X panel for four people being there and it's only going to be three, that's probably why. This is a question for you. Is it on the app okay. or is it not on the app anymore? In other words, do they just take them off or do you, they? You're probably, yeah. I think they take them off. I know. Whoa. I'll look in just a second. But you know what, John? We need to talk to people who know IT stuff, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the app or anything else. But we have people who make it so we can see and hear Dragon Con. Huh? And we got two of them right we now. Do. We do. I know. Yeah, we I've lost the screen, so keep keep vamping because I've lost where oh my... Oh, my God. There, How there does it. he lose? Okay, there we Folks. go. <laughs> I, need, I need someone to... Uh... Okay, y'all. We don't know both... anything about IT. No, I know. Well, I know. We just call you. I just say that. You know about technical stuff. You don't know anything about IT. But it's tech ops. And these are the people who make it so we can see and hear stuff. And I'm trying to use a nice word for stuff. <laughs> um, hi, Wolfman. Hi, Cal Not. How are y'all? Whee! So, how are you? We all, we all ready for uh, for this week? Heck yeah. Let's go. Tomorrow. No, not really. Not yeah. Well, yeah, you guys tomorrow. are tomorrow, though, right? You guys are tomorrow. So, That's a lot, a lot to be tomorrow. Like, hey, how do you we're start starting that? a day later than we usually start? We normally oh. start this morning, but we uh, we didn't get access to the hotels. Oh, I guess they had something fun again. Oops, Steve. Sorry, hockey stuff. Hockey stuff, Steve. Don't don't mess with him. Look, I like I like the maple leaves. Everybody gives me a hard time too. Uh, oh. But don't say that, like Steve. Anyway, I, Steve um, not like the Leafs. Uh, but it, yeah. So wait, you couldn't get in today? Like, there's another convention or something going on. I'm it's assuming. It's just when we get access to ballrooms, like when we when we uh, can actually take over the ballroom and load. Like, for example, like in the Marriott, if we get uh -huh. the atrium, we load the entire hotel into the atrium, and then we just oh wow. In. So if we couldn't get into the atrium today. There's no point in starting loading today. Or no, not, not for the Marriott anyway. But we couldn't not get in, the any, in any locations for any for of them. Loading ooh, in. ooh. Well, so y'all gonna be hoofing it tomorrow. So, Ooh. what time do you actually start tomorrow morning? What time is your call? Uh, I've told everybody to meet us on the dock at eight forty-five in the morning. The first truck will be here, I think, about nine nine fifteen. Do you bring donuts? And I do. I I bring donuts Aww. and coffee uh, in the morning. Oh, you're so. Wolfman tries to take care of us. Does he try? Does he Wolfman? Tries. Well, you know, he's not gonna make you a free elf, Calnock. So you just gotta be there and coming. Do the job he gives you and be happy he gives you donuts. I mean, yeah, you're getting something. If, if there's a sock in one of your books, I didn't put it there. It that was, is, it was a yeah. plan. I, oh, John, now I got to bring him a sock. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
<laughs> just a random sock. Here you go. Yeah, just walk away. Hand it to him. Walk away. Poor Calnock. Hopefully, Cal-Nog. it is not one that has been subjected to a day of load-in already. Oh please, no. no. <laughs> oh God, no. I'll oh, turn down no. that sock. No, no, those uh, are bad, bad socks. Zan says hello. Uh, uh, she's there, ready to set up for tech ops load tomorrow as well. Zan is always two. around to help us, and we appreciate it. We do. You two are already down there. So, wow. So, how do you... Okay, so you just said that you put it all in the atrium for the Marriott. You put it all in different ones for the different hotels. How do you decide which hotel to start? How do you decide? Or do you just have enough people that you can send them to all five hotels? Yeah, no. Uh, no, I didn't think so. I didn't think yeah, so we usually have to tackle a hotel at a time. And... Uh-huh. It's really dependent on the hotel availability. So we're, we work with our hotel liaisons. We're like, okay, cool. You know, this room is available at this time or this room's available at this time. And we go, we kind of start laying all that out of what's available. And then we kind of lay it out with how many trucks we have that are coming from, from the various places that we're getting equipment from. And then we're like, okay, cool. We have a plan. We can get in this location from these times. Let's put Mm -hmm. trucks in there. Let's load everything in. And then we have to right. coordinate that with the rigging crews. So the people that are actually hanging the trusses and the lights and stuff like that in the big ballrooms. So, you know, obviously we have to have access to the room. We have to get equipment into the room. And then we have to have people that can come in there and hang the stuff. Wait, so the rigging stuff, that's not you. That's the hotel. You, uh, they the get the little is, thing that is, goes up. Probably a the event company, right? The through MMI or, yeah. MMI oh, okay. or Music Matters Production. It's kind of under the purview of Tech Ops, but that's it's still managed um, by, by the, the by the AV entities. Yeah. Gotcha. We we yeah. let the professionals deal with things that are going to be up in the air. That's right, because if they fall, there's, then it's not your fault. Liability. Yeah. 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 There's that liability thing. The liability, man, is so tough. So you basically just start wherever you can. So if tomorrow at eight forty-five, the only hotel you can get into is. The poor little tiny Sheraton. You're going over to the poor little tiny Sheraton. Yep. And that's, and this is, that's the way it's always been. Yep. Right. Okay. And this is, now I know you guys do your own load-in, but this is also while load-in is going on for the other stuff, like the load-in for the dealer's rooms. When did, I mean, is that all going on at the same time? I don't think that starts until Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. They may be doing some of that tomorrow, but... It, it, loading in for the vendors and stuff in the Mart doesn't really impact okay. us because we, we have very little equipment in the Mart. Okay, that's really cool then. Then that's easy. Um, we did want to tell people about the Mart. We are pretty sure it's in – Regina will email me if we're wrong. But we're really pretty sure it's in uh, America's Mart 2 and 3. For folks, you need to know this. The only way you can get to those is to go outside. That is – little skywalk the little have a trail from the western to the um america's, to Mart. america's yeah. Mart is not gonna work for you this time for gaming and for the dealer's rooms so oops not probably not dragon con's fault i mean uh well Mark remember remember phil said phil uh from gaming said board gaming yes. said that it was because uh, america's Mart is opening up different things in those on those levels there now so, so that they've had in the past they, just, they so, don't love us know. anymore well, they're doing they're doing a ton of renovation in there, and that's mm-hmm. some of that's changing footprints. Some of that's just changing accessibility, and I'm sure some of that's shut down just for simple construction. So you know you can't yeah. have the public wandering through there. No, that's true. Because again, that nasty, nasty liability thing. Um, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> funny that people don't like to you know start endangering the public, but 
I don't know why. Well, but you guys get to be endangered too, because you're the ones again that make us see and hear stuff. So what do you, I mean, what do you do? I don't even know how y'all set up a room. I know when I was a track director, all of a sudden somebody would say, Hey, tech ops is here. And I'd be like, great. And then 20 minutes later, I had microphones and a screen if I needed it and, and little thingies. And so I don't even know how you start doing any of this. So, like, take me into a track room. What do you do if you walk into a track room and you got to make it so we can see and hear stuff? You want to you start us off, Kalnock? Sure. Uh, so, a, a lot of that depends on uh, how big of a room it is, but we mm-hmm. have room layouts. For, yep. for all of the track rooms that are like, hey, the you know the, the stand is going to be over here if there's a platform or if it's just a table, mm-hmm. um, and and it's going to say, okay, we want six mics on this table, so we go put six table mics out <laughs> and we find a spot for the soundboard. Uh, sometimes it's uh, dictated, sometimes it's uh, find a corner somewhere, um, depending. Please on the help us find a place where you can put it. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Um, right. Because not not all of the rooms do we manage uh, during oh. the entire run of the convention. Some of the smaller track rooms, we just set it up and we check on it throughout the day. But we don't have a tech ops person sitting in that room all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't know you had anybody that sat in a track room all day. I know you have them in the ballrooms, but yeah, in in the ballrooms, um, and some of the track rooms get um, a little bit more uh, TLC uh, ah. because of their size. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. But we, we, for the most part, the people that sit in rooms all day are, are just in the ballrooms. You are correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. And so you come in and you do that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Wolfman when and I know these charts, y'all. I did it in Excel because I was like, I want this as a table and things like that. But if you have a room where and there are a lot of rooms at Dragon Con that are funky because you have like these. Uh, in one room that we used to have over at the Sheraton, there was just these columns in the middle of the room and you have some of those and I can't remember elsewhere. What do you do? And some of those rooms are kind of big. How in the world do you move around that so that people can see in any way, shape or form? Yeah. So the hope is that we have a track director around that we can ask questions to about how would you like to use this room so we can kind of help, uh, help deliver the vision that they have in mind for the space. Okay. Um, in the absence of a track director, we just have to make an educated guess about how would I set up this room with <laughs> where, where doors are. So, you know, this this isn't just about, okay, can we put a speaker up? Can we put a microphone up? Can we make it right. so you can hear somebody on stage? Or do we have a TV or a projector or something like that? But mm-hmm. where are exit doors for the room? Where are egress, you know, ingress, egress points where we have to tape down cables, where we can't block a fire door, where, you know, oh. all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, some of it's, we can only do what the room allows us to do. Some right. of it is, you know, how does the track director want the room set up from, from mm-hmm. how they have the room envisioned? So it's it's kind of a little bit of all of the above, and we just have right. to kind of roll with it. Yeah. And I didn't understand how important tape was for conventions until I started working at Dragon Con. There's how, a lot how of many, tape. How many rolls of tape do you think you go uh, yeah. through, Gaffer's tape? Uh, we bring down, what, Cases. five? five cases, five or seven cases. And that's not including what's in the ballrooms. That's we have. So, 
Wait, the, I'm trying to understand that. Okay, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't do the tape like um, when you go to get your badge, like where there's lines on the floor, like you know, blue yeah. line go this way, red line go this way. Right. We don't do that tape. That's typically done by safety or somebody in in, in volunteering. <laughs> see the comment from from Nikki. Nikki says so uh, much, so tape. much tape. Yeah, but you know, we have cases of it that are in our operations room. So we have, um, you know, uh, we have cases of it that come down with the with the trucks, all the equipment and things like that. I mean, basically, any cable that's on a floor. If it crosses a doorway, it has, or it it crosses any path where somebody could walk over it, we have to tape it down because mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. it's a trip hazard. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, and if it if it goes over a doorway in larger rooms, so like let's say in Centennial in the Hyatt, mm-hmm. we actually yeah. have to bring it oh, up yeah. above the door. We have to we have to have it oh. so it's not crossing a doorway because it's still there's such a large bundle of cables there that tape isn't an effective method yeah. of managing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, oh, above, I, you know what? It's been a while since I've looked over Centennial 1. I will be looking around going, oh, the tape is above the door this time. And um, if you look in Centennial 2-3, like the 2-3-4, the, 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 the side where the mm-hmm. big stages are, it, the the stuff coming from 4 towards 2 and 3, you'll see a, a cable snake that goes above the oh, door. Oh, yeah. Okay. I kind of know what you're talking about now. Um, okay. So then after you tape it all down, you also try, okay, hey, man, can I borrow some tape? Borrow some tape. I have to tell you, I didn't know what gaffer's <laughs> Answer's tape no, was. we don't have enough. We no, still don't have we enough. We don't have enough. You cannot have it. I didn't know how much, what gaffer's tape was until years and years and years ago, probably in the area of 25. And every year we would always be like, oh my God, we need to make sure we get gaffer's tape. Well, as the track transitioned to new directors, we went through boxes. Guys, we had like 14 rolls of gaffer's tape. We were like, did we just keep asking for this every year? Yep. We just kept buying it. Do you have so, any yeah. idea how expensive that tape is? It is expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. And like some people would have it and they it's would like be like, It's like $20 yeah. a roll or something like that? It's ridiculous. Somewhere around there? How much a roll? I said 20 20 it, Yeah, it's probably more than that now. I, I'd guess about mm-hmm. 30 35 a roll. And um, how many rolls? You said you had But you're buying them in bulk, so. Yeah, yeah we right, bring them down. 33 <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know. 20 or 30 rolls in a box and we have oh, that's several what I was wondering. Of, okay. Yeah. So, wow. But how many, do you so, have those boxes? Oh, John, you I was just going to say, so how many rooms do you actually have to set up before con even starts? And this, and we'll get into everything that you have to do during con, but, yeah, but we're not gonna before con even we'll starts, what is, uh, how many rooms do you have to set up roughly? It's something in the, like the sixties, seventies ish. Yeah. I counted it one year. It was uh, more than 50, less than 100. It's a lot. <laughs> I like that. More than 50, less than 100. It's, it was somewhere. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't remember the exact count, but I, I, I feel like it's in the like 75 rooms ballpark of how many rooms that we that was, set up equipment in. Yeah? I mean, that's, that, that's uh, what, 15 ballrooms? 50, like 15 okay. of the, the larger spaces where we're actually setting up, you know, heavy-duty equipment and... Mm-hmm. You know, another sixty some odd track rooms worth of of small stuff or TVs or things like that. Yeah, that would make a lot of. Oh wow! And I did. Yeah, fifteen fifteen ish ballrooms. So that's really interesting too, because you got to start thinking about this, people, especially if you're in. And I'm gonna get it wrong. Is it Regency? Regency six and seven. Is the big room. the one that goes like this way? Yeah, the one that goes kind of horizontal instead of like mm-hmm. vertical of a ballroom. That one can be, like, moved around. People don't get it. Like, all of a sudden, you can be like, all right, well, we're going to need more space here. So, we'll 
move this door, move this wall and do it. And then you got to put the wall back and then retape and things like that. So, wow. Well, yeah, I don't know that we reconfigure Regency too much. There's there's Regency no, 5 and there's 6, 7. 6, 7, we don't mm-hmm. really reconfigure, but we mm-hmm. do use it for other purposes, like where we get rid of chairs and have things like the, you know, the robot uh, battles and stuff in there mm-hmm. where it's more arena setup, not audience style setup. Okay. What time is I gotta look because I need to know what time I want to go see wrestling this year. I've never seen wrestling. I'm going to go oh. see wrestling. They don't have wrestling there. They have wrestling. A wrestling uh, is that how wrestling's I'm, in Centennial Thursday night every year. Yeah, I know uh, that part. I know I gotta go to the highest. It's, it's so. got to be like seven or eight because uh, the, the 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 call for for load in for that is four o'clock. So yeah, when and we help bring all that in too. The the wrestling ring and all of the. All of the rope and the mats and and the springs and the steel plates and the steel bars, all that plywood, all comes in with tech ops labor as well. Wow, that's a lot, y'all. I mean, that's like wow. Clear them all. Dole Whip Dave says, like, uh, wow. "Thank you for uh, making all the tech work." All the tech work. Uh, it's just magic. I think it's just magic. But okay. <laughs> Because it just all of a sudden shows up and then it all of a sudden goes away. But if you see people that are in tech ops and they're running. Probably run the other way. Get out of their way, number one. At least please get out of our way. way. Yeah, Yeah, right. Get out of (laughs) their way and if you see a TV barreling towards you, don't stand there. Don't stand there. Go off to the side. How many how many TVs do you guys have to bring and set up? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Like sixty or seventy. It's a lot of TVs. It's Mm -hmm. it's a I think we bring like like two trucks wow. of TVs down. Yeah, that sounds about right. And these are not well, small okay. TVs, right? These aren't. Yeah, a anywhere lot of these from fifty-five inch TVs. Yeah, yeah, fifty, sixty-five, seventy-fives. We have a couple of eighty-fives. Um, I don't think we're bringing the eighty-fives this year because we're using projection. But okay, say, wait, where do list. you put all those? Where do they Jack go? Jack rooms, ballroom. So, for example, we were just talking about yeah. the Regency Six Seven and the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. So. For the last couple of years in Regency, so a long time ago, the way we used to set up Regency 6-7 is when you're looking at the stage, off to the left side of the stage, we had a projector back there, and it was filling right. up a big projection screen. Mm-hmm. For the last several years, we've actually put, I think, two 75-inch TVs in there. So they, they flank the stage, and you have two 75-inch okay. TVs that are way up in the air. Okay. And then also, people may not know this, when the guests are on stage, there's also usually a, like a little monitor or TV or whatever right there. So do y'all put those up in as well, or are you not doing that anymore? Sometimes. It depends on the room, Sometimes. and it okay. depends on kind of what equipment we have involved in there, and also what the tech needs are. Like, a lot of times, um, we typically only have those in spaces where we know we have a request where somebody wants to send content from the stage. And that way oh, that okay. they can use that monitor over there as a preview for their content and what's going out. Um, or if they're, a common one for that. Yeah. I'm, or if they're, what was that? They're, puppetry. Oh, puppetry. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if they're talking over like a, I don't know, a Blu-ray or something like that, where they're going to show some video clips and they're going to talk to it. They can at least have a TV there to see what they're showing. Right. So right. we do that kind of stuff. Very cool. Very cool. And, after you unpack all this, and, and we're not even getting into the rooms yet. All right, so you unpack it all. Where do you put all those, like, the boxes? Yes, so we have an <laughs> did, he, did I ask a tough... Did I ask a, and how do you I'm I'm sorry, goes back back box. Did I ask a tough question? And how do you know what goes back in what box? 
Yeah, that one. And that one. Yeah, moms and dads. Luckily, everything's labeled pretty well. Um, All of our boxes are color-coded, so there's a a color-coded sticker on every box, and so it tells us what hotel it needs to be in, so we know what... If you just pick up a random box that showed up somewhere and it's got a sticker on it, we know, hey, it belongs in this hotel, and you can look at the label and go, it goes in this room, and it goes, you know, this is where it's for. So it depends on the room. So like the ballrooms... We can keep all the equipment, you know, all the equipment yeah, boxes backstage, backstage yeah. because there's there's right. plenty of storage room to do that. But right. in a track room, yeah, there's probably not a place to put, you know, all the boxes it takes to do that. So where we can stick stuff under a stage, sometimes we stick it under a stage, but right. we have equipment rooms in all of the hotels. So we typically bring all the boxes and cases back to uh, like a, a local equipment room for the Hilton or for the Marriott or for Hyatt okay. or something. So you don't, Rob, like, put them Rob, all in one place again and then have to put them all in another place. Okay, Rob says it's like the end of Raiders. Oh. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly like the end of Raiders. We're pushing some random cart with a label on it that would probably kill us if we open the box. Don't open the box. <laughs> and uh, Mia, box. I'm going to say it's Mia. I'm not 100% sure. So, uh, claims it's just magic. That's where all the boxes go. There's She's magic. correct. Magically She's disappear. Correct. It's magic. Um, I will say, though, don't look under table skirts, folks. If you're in a track room or anywhere like that, you don't need to know what's under those table skirts. And you know why? Because none ya, none ya business. Leave it alone or we're going to tell on tech ops. Or we're going to tell on you to tech ops and they will come and put you in one of those cases. Not really, but that's a that's a good threat, though, as a parent. Yeah, you don't, I like that. You don't need to see what's behind the curtain. Just, just don't follow Oz's word. <laughs> if, if, if you get too nosy, we're going to recruit you to go crawl under the skirt. Oh. Speaking, speaking of recruiting, speaking of, how yeah. did you two get involved in Tech Ops? Was there <laughs> was there a fake ad placed in a newspaper? What was going? <laughs> what, what happened? I like it. I like it. You want to go first, Count Lock? Sure. Uh, I, I actually got involved because uh, Wolfman put out a, uh, a, a "Please, we need more people" on Facebook. Um, so I started going to Dragon Con in 2015. Uh, mm-hmm. 2016 was my first year as a volunteer. After the 2015 show, um, the group that I had come with wasn't coming again, and I was like, uh, "I'd like to find some new people." And I've done. Uh, stage work and live event work throughout uh, my childhood to my adulthood. And so I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go see if there's a tech crew that needs help. And I happened to see a, a, a plea for help that uh, Wolfman had put out. And uh, I was just like, oh, uh, sh- sure. I, I, I did theater for six years. You, is that Would that be helpful? <laughs> he said, he said can more, you tell the difference? Between... If there's punch and pot. Can, can you yeah. tell? Can tell the difference between XLR and a 3.5 millimeter jack. Can you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can help. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we will teach you the difference if you don't know. <laughs> and I love watching it. All of a sudden, you're like, they're saying, all right, this is a problem. And then all of a sudden, you turn around and there's somebody crawling out from under something. And you're like, you okay? And they're like, yeah, we're fixing it. I'm like, okay. Yep. Bye. So that's always good. Uh, so- as Mia says, stage rats. Stage rats. <laughs> that's what's under the skirts. Okay. That's what's under the skirt stage rats. That actually sounds really serious. That sounds scarier. So, Wolfman, how did you get involved in tech ops? <laughs> yeah, so this was a very, very long time ago. Um, a, l- a long time ago when DragonCon was young, and so was the Earth. Um, <laughs> so a good friend of mine uh, had been volunteering on tech ops um, for a couple of years already. Um, I was actually coming to DragonCon for a video game tournament. 
Uh, it will tell my age by the video game, which was Descent 2. <laughs> so I was here competing in the 64-player elimination for Descent 2. And uh, my friend was like, you know, hey, you should come, you know, should come check out Tech Ops and, you know, we could use your help because I, I knew a little bit of AV. And yeah. uh, so I was basically on, on the volunteer crew by the end of that show. So that was 27 years ago. Um, so this is this is my 27th Dragon Con on Tech Ops. Wow. 27th on Tech Ops. That is. you. Uh, that's more than me, man. Congrats. Wow. I'm not sure if that's an accomplishment or a condolence. That's a pretty, no, I mean, that's, well, I, I think it's both. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I'm not in a bad way either, because you've done a lot. And you started from, I don't want to say gopher, that's not the right term, because all of our volunteers, you know, that's not the term. But you started and then kept going up and up and up into what you do now, which is you get to tell people to go under the stage, along with you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I go under that. the stage sometimes too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever we got to do to solve the problem. And uh, yeah. when we're shorthanded, it's, you know, it's all hands on deck. So we congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Congratulations. I like that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. And so, but yeah, I think it's so funny too, because when I talk to people in tech ops, they're like, we were always the people that helped AV in high school. Right. For my, for my age, that's when I was first starting at Dragon Con. I'm like, what's tech ops? And they're like, oh, we do all the AV stuff. And I'm like, oh, good. No, bye. I did it in high school. Never again. I was always worried I was going to break the projector or something else. It's it's really funny because like for the for the most part, I started learning you know really audiovisual doing work at Tech Ops with with Dragon oh, okay. And I mean, I've been doing audiovisual professionally for twenty five plus years now. So I mean, oh okay, like this is what I do for a day job as well. So, <laughs> oh wow, very cool. Um, and so how, how about you, Cal Knock? Are you, is this your day job too? No, I'm a, I'm, I'm a software developer by day. Uh, though I do, I do help with AV at a number of other conventions. I've always, I've always kind of kept working with AV. Uh, so I started in middle school. Uh, okay. I had a, I had an English teacher that was just like, you seem technically minded and I need somebody to run lights for my little like one act stage production. I was like, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And and I just kept doing it through through middle school and high school. I did a little bit in college, but I was mostly focusing on on becoming a, a software developer. And okay. ever since, I've just kind of kept it as my as my hobby. Um, oh man, that's so. kind of cool though. I like it. I just I always love us too. John and I uh, occasionally will go. We did used to go to a con in Florida, and it was like we're not going to volunteer. Oh no, we volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kevin you need points. Yeah, I need you to do this. Okay. Kevin points out. I think it's a Wolfman. <laughs> Getting out of Tech Ops is a twelve-step program. Wolfman is still on step one. No, I think Wolfman. No, no, no. Like thinking about the steps, he's admitted <sighs> that he is in Tech Ops. He's admitted he's powerless to the microphone. He's admitted that he is powerless to get out of Tech Ops, and he's admitted he needs help. He, with tech ops. he he believes so, in a higher in a higher gain. Um, although uh, Thomas does point out that the gain knob is not a volume knob. Uh, preach. Yes, that is true. It is not. Okay, wait. What's a gain knob? That I can show you right, over though. here by turning this up and then going like that. Oh, ow! Exactly. Ow, it is. It is the uh, so now. Now. Now I need to reset it. What the hell? Yeah, gain knob that. is big volume adjustment. Yeah. 
the, okay. the, the fader is small volume adjustment. So is it one that you, you should be focused on? Yes. You want to set the, the gain so that your your range is kind of where it needs to be, and you, you move the fader mm-hmm. so that people sound what they need to sound like right. in the acceptable range without going into and, feedback. or Right, because I know sometimes you'll have guests who – or or anybody who's like really kind of they're very soft spoken. I don't understand people like that because that's just not how I do. Yes, um, I, in real life, you really need a microphone in a, in a director's meeting. Yeah, you're you're one of the the few people in there that can very very well project themselves. I'm not there anymore. Don't make fun of me anymore, Wolfman. <laughs> I'm not Stop making it. fun of you. Well, it's I, you a know, it's it's a it's a truth. I've I've mentioned several times that giving Lee a megaphone at the parade is sort of pointless it's a hat on a hat it helps i don't i don't know why you bother have a voice at the end of saturday it helps me have a voice but you do i've seen you guys going up the gain and going i i no can you turn up this mic i i done all i can there's no more it's really hard talking into the microphone yes yeah yeah it's really it's really hard when we have panelists that like you know start doing this they start you know sliding further and further away from the table and they keep talking and you're like I, I can only make the microphone so loud before we start going into ringing for the room. Uh, yeah. And there's just some panelists that just, they don't want to sit right up on the table with everybody else. Uh, or, or they speak really super duper soft. Yeah, they're very it's, soft-spoken. Yeah. Uh, we have a few of those. And it's, no. it's one of those things that when we know it's coming, we try to make sure our soundboard folks, hey, this person's going to be on your panel. They're, you know, tricky to microphone, you know, tricky to run a mic for, for these reasons or whatever. So just something else to be aware of. Yeah, just something else to be aware of. We're going to give them one of the cordless mics because everybody in the front is going to have that. And this person is going to be rolling behind them trying to talk. And it's just easier to give them a cordless mic. So, or, although I don't think I've ever seen you do that, but hey, never know. Never know what might happen. Okay. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and Kevin points out, or panelists share the mic, one that's quiet and one that's. Not well, not so much. Yeah, yeah, that's always yeah. true too. That's why you, and also especially see- if you don't, and that's a problem, of course, because especially if you have yeah. don't have anybody in the room with you, don't have a tech ops person actually on the board, managing that is, you know, sort of a nightmare. So I guess you guys just kind of so- set it the best you can when you walk out of the room and and hope yeah. that uh so- hope it works. And none of us ever, and none of but nobody who ever volunteers in a track ever 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 touches them. No, nope. no, doesn't happen. Do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. no, 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 well, no, no. But yeah. to the point that Calnock made, like you know, we we just kind of make a best guess for you know where we can put that for a board that we're leaving in a track room. But like mm-hmm. you know, it's a real problem. It's why we have operators in ballrooms because of the yes. The audio systems that are in the ballrooms are much, much more powerful than what is in a track room. So if those were allowed to basically just run, you know, unchecked, I mean, you're talking about permanent hearing damage to people in rooms. Like it's, it's, it's a different yeah, that, kind that of problem. That would be bad. That would be very, very bad. Um, and some of us already have, because we're old, are already having hearing problems. Let's not make it any worse so- until we have to. So, yeah. So to that end, actually, Sharon asked a question earlier. Is like, do you guys have any great stories? For example, did a speaker really catch fire before a panel one year? It wasn't before a panel. It, well, it wasn't a panel. But there was yeah. a, So, I mean, things happen. You know, we are using <laughs> audiovisual equipment. It gets shipped around. Uh, audiovisual equipment is, is, you know, either very high voltage or very high amperage, depending on what we're doing with it. Um Things happened. Uh, you know, it was pretty pretty apparent. The the, the thing that happened in the Sheraton a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. we people talked about it. We knew about that. There have been 
other incidents in the past, some of which we can control, some of which we can't. Some of which you can uh, talk about, others you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, as a, as a story, I don't remember. I don't remember the acts involved, so this is you know relatively anonymous in that case. But there was an act that was, I believe, in Centennial uh, several years ago, and they had a uh, a glitter uh, like a glitter pop or, or a, you know some something that shot glitter out in the crowd. Ooh. They popped a, a glitter pop off, and it got sucked into the the air intakes for the amp rack that was sitting on the side of the stage, and it sucked Uh-oh. all the glitter in and blew a fireball off the back of the amp rack. I mean. Stuff we can't control. There's no way we could have predicted that was going to happen. Nor could the person with the glitter gun. I'm going to promise you they did not think they were trying to break anything doing that. Other than glitter being the STD of craft. Yeah, I was going to say. Crafting. Yeah, other than that. Or, or the example, uh, you know, when the when the water the ice bucket challenge thing was like a big deal, you know, Ugh. there was a group of people that were going to go up on stage in the atrium ballroom and do the, the ice bucket challenge. Re- not realizing that we have condenser mics on the stage in there that are 48 volt DC. So oh. like you do not want to be hanging on to a microphone oh. that's running 48 volts DC through it and pour water on yourself. You're going to have a bad time. That will not be good. No, that would, <laughs> right. that, that would be a very bad time. I, and aside that, from likely yeah. damaging equipment, it's probably not going to be real good for the people that are doing it either. No, no, no I don't no, know. Cal, no. Cal, you got any good, good news, good stories that you want to share? No, no, <laughs> no, no. None that you can tell. Well, I, I, other than uh, I happened to be uh, nearby and convenient when uh, we had a, a, a power strip that was overloaded and was able to prevent a fire. That's there, good. Well, prevent, preventing hey, fires. Only Which, you can prevent power strip yeah. fires. So, so we have we have a group of volunteers that are our, our mobile troubleshooters that we call our firefighters, and I was a firefighter at the time. And so the running joke was, I was also an actual firefighter that year because I prevented a fire. I'm sorry. All I could think of is that's not the name I would have wanted to name that group, only because. That's just asking for trouble, calling you a firefighter. I'm just like, oh, that's mm. look at look at how I mean, like for me that I, the fact that I've been doing this this long. Look yeah. at how long that Dragon Con's been going. Like how long I've been in tech ops, and how many like major incidents of things like that we've had in the entire history of tech ops. They're pretty minor yeah. and pretty. It doesn't. I mean, it's not even one every couple of years. It's it's really yeah. infrequent. That now, is very true. You guys do a great job with that. You, we do. We have not blown up yet. Yeah, Yay! So, so, so far, you're doing a great job. Yeah, don't ever say. Yeah, I know. We have not. I know Cal Knox in IT, so I never say anything is going well. I'm in IT as well. Well, <laughs> I never say anything is going well because as soon as you say that, something will break. You said the W this? word. Yeah, exactly. you said the W word. How dare you? Yeah, I know. Right. What was the W well, word? What? I literally keep a piece of wood. Next to my thing, so I can knock it. like, hey, uh, how's how's the database looking? Uh, uh, right now it's looking good. All good, all good. I do it. Everything's on my head. fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it on my head. Now Sharon does ask another oh. question, which is, why do you guys use code names? And her husband apparently is in <laughs> <code> ops. <laughs> so, so, so there's there's no accountability. That's why. So <laughs> anything goes down, no one knows who they are. It's funny in in our department. If so, the fact that we're so big now, let's, let's say we're fully staffed. If we were fully staffed, we have over 300 people in tech ops. How many Jason's, John's, Scott's, you know, Jennifer's, Stephanie's, Kevin's, Kevin's really common names do you think we have in a department of, of 300 people? And when you when you call for them on a radio and you say, hey, hey, Jason, 
Or better yet, better you say, hey, Jason, and part of your transmission gets cut off. How many people are going to respond to that traffic at the same time? So we started going by, you know, like a like a, a call sign really from the beginning. It's you know, it's just it's how we've always kind of operated. And it's been more effective because when you're when you're trying to call out somebody's name, it's usually something uh very unique or unique enough that we know exactly who you're trying to pinpoint. Um, mm, and right. I have to audit our, uh, our badge names when people are coming into the system <laughs> so that we don't have names that are the same or sound, sound the same on the radio. Like they may not be the same name, but if you try to pronounce it on a on walkie talkie, if it sounds enough alike, we have to kind of get one person to change. Yeah, say in Volkvan, you're probably not going to have a Volkvan, even though that might be this really obscure heavy metal, you know, Albanian uh, rock group. That might be your favorite. You cannot be Volkvan on this because on a radio it'll sound like Wolfman. Do you have a Velveeta? Well, Ready Whip is much less common than Tracy, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean. But if I call call for... If I call for Ready Whip on the radio, one person knows exactly who we're calling for. When uh, I call for yeah, Ready Whip at home, never mind. I'm not, I didn't. This is our last one that we're recording. We are trying our bestest to be good. Punch um, drunk. Yeah, I actually started tired. packing today, by the way. You guys are unpacking tomorrow. I just started packing today. so I started making the list. I started making the list. And it does have that I have to have my sodas. And my protein bar. All the important things. All the important things. I've got, a, I've got a, a shelf full of food back here behind me yep. in, in my hotel room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, Sierra wow. says most times your first name doesn't stick. And then. Uh, yeah. it's So it's funny when a lot of times. So a lot of folks don't. When they come into Tech Ops, they don't really have an idea what they want their nickname to be. Sometimes they have, you know, a gamer tag or, uh, you know, some other tag that, that they use. But if they don't have one, sometimes it's just their first name. Sometimes it's. Some random name that gets assigned to them out of an encyclopedia. Um, and oh. sometimes that name sticks with the person and it becomes their identity. And that's exactly who, uh, you know, what it makes it work for them. Sometimes that that's changed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I see some examples popping up here. Um, what was the one? Antidote. Antidote. antidote? <laughs> like we, we literally opened a, you know, a book is like antidote. That's your badge name. Cool. It's stuck. Yeah. That, Me we know this. exactly who that person is and they've run with that name. They've vaccine. Your vaccine. Then, then you have names yeah. like Caution, which Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I caution over here? I have a mosquito oh, oh, around saying? my head and I was trying to get it. Sorry. Uh, Phil Collins, um, okay. I think, is making a, uh, a Lee joke. This is another short video. Anyway. Uh, um, okay. So... I'll say it. I ain't got no problem. Um, but yes, so that's kind of amazing in that. Um, I just like, I is there a Velveeta? I'm like, have you gone through all the cheeses yet? Like a Munster, a Colby? Colby could be actually somebody's so. we, name. We have a Colby, yeah. but... Like um, Brie, you know, Brie, Goat, Feta. I don't know. Those would oh, be. I'd just go start going through. Jack Cheddar? Those. Yeah. Jack Cheddar? Yep, or Cheddar Jack, I guess. I like Char- I like these ideas. We may have to add them to the uh, suggested names list. There you go. I <laughs> mean, the, you you failed to change your name in time. This is the name you now. This get is your list. new name, right? Oh yeah, actually, you're saying some of these will stick. Um, we had when I was in college, there was a person a couple of years before me who her name was Spike, and that was because. When they were calling roll the first time in this English class, it was like Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Liz, 
Lizzie, Beth. And it was like, and I got to the next Elizabeth and went, and you're Spike. And she was like, okay. And she was Spike for the rest of her college years. I was like, you should have that on your diploma. She goes, I thought about it, but not going to do it. But yeah. And a moratorium. We do have a moratorium on Katie's and cats. Well, yeah. Y'all already got a cat. You can't do another cat. You got a we, cat. We we have a cat and we have a Katie and and that's it. That's 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 where we're gonna not gonna get any more. Wait, invisible monkey? monkey. That's pretty good. Yep, monkey. I like these. I they're always fun. If you and this is why they when you're doing your dragon con stuff and they're like, "What's your badge name?" and I'm like, "Lee." I'm like, that's pretty boring. Uh, Sierra asks, "How can regular attendees be kind and oh, helpful this year to tech?" As opposed to other years. <laughs> when you shouldn't be. Planted Every question. other year, be Planted mean to them. Planted question. Planted question. <laughs> you want right. to start with us, Kellogg? Sure. Um, I, so we touched on it earlier. Don't look uh, under the skirts. One of the, one of the, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the best things is if you see us running somewhere, please, please step yeah, out of the way okay. so we don't run you over. Um, that, is, that is probably one of the biggest and easiest things to be kind to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, if you, if you see us working, try, try not to, you know, interrupt, uh, what we're doing. Like if we're just standing there and you have a question, go for it. Like that's, that's not a problem. But if we're like sitting there trying to like rapidly pull cables in between panels, uh, we, we may not have the answer for you. Mm. I will also add one to that. If you see them and they're all in a little group going, do we try that one yet? They're trying to figure out something so that we can see in here, folks. Give them their five-minute brainstorming and let them do it, and then they'll talk. Yeah, that's a big one because, ooh, don't interrupt because they'll ask you how to do it. No idea. So, yeah. Yeah, All right. So, those are two good ones. Like those, yeah. Several, several things like, you know, hey, remember, we're all volunteers. We're here because we want to be here to help make Dragon Con what Dragon Con is. Um, Remember to uh, to bring your adapters. So if you want to plug in your iPod into an HDMI cable. okay, great. It'd be really helpful if you bring your adapter to do that or, you know, Mm -hmm. your laptop or whatever device you want to plug in. We do have some, but, you know, we can't always be everywhere at the same time. And it is called a dongle. If you're using it for trying to show your Apple into something or whatever, it's called a dongle. Bring your dongle. I had no idea what that was. Bring your dongle. Yeah. John, would you say? John is going through his. I was just saying. So this is just some of it. Whenever this year, I don't have this problem, but but in years past, when I've had to do, uh, I knew I could be recording a panel or or whatever. Um. I actually have boxes of just adapters that I bring with me, um, splitters, uh, various uh, Show me inverters. what you got in this box. Well, this is just one of them. I got. I can't oh, believe I'm seen, like looking seen over it before, like because I've I've I carried it in my backpack. Oh yeah, I have seen your box. That's true. I've seen that box. <laughs> Phrasing. Oh, that didn't. That well, was phrasing. Wrong. Yeah, well, I've got, I have I've seen got, your extra. Got nothing but adapter. cables over here. Yeah. With, with that, with that adapter box and dongles and, and adapters and things like that, you know, the other point to make there is if you know you're doing something weird in a room, mm-hmm. the earlier you can get with us to work that out. Like, you know, hey, I'm doing something weird in this room tomorrow at, you know, 4 p.m. Can we get together beforehand and let's test what I want to do to make sure we right. can do that? But that helps us out a ton when you when you come in, to, you know, find tech ops early and say, I have a some unique request that we need to work out. 
Like that helps and, us help you. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin was saying pretty much the same thing. If you're on a panel and need something. Panel. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Let what was the that? Directors no. know Thursday. I said, please don't give us a thumb drive two minutes before the panel and expect us to be able to play audio off of it. Yes. Right? When in most of our rooms, we don't have the capability to play off of a USB drive. Yep. Like, you know, we don't have laptops laying around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can I also say this just as a person who's had to deal with tech ops? Um, be flexible and patient, just like anything for, for Dragon Con. That's probably the best thing you can do for tech ops because they've got – They've got a million things going on at any one time. That let's go back to the to what we're I want to talk about too is what you're doing during con. So and I've seen this like something will break in a room, right? Maybe the Ugh. for whatever reason the the board stops working or or a microphone goes out and you and you're short microphones or whatever, or you need a AV that you didn't know you needed before, or um, you need a screen and nobody told you until thirty minutes before a panel. So you know what are I'm some of the other other kind yeah. of things that you wind up having to do in the middle of, of con, in the middle of the show? So what are things we have to do, figure out in the middle of the show like that? Yeah, I mean, what are some of the other other things? What are your other responsibilities I mean, during the show? We, we recognize, I mean, we recognize that the track directors don't always have all the information or always have the latest information. I, and I totally understand and respect that. And we work very hard to try to make make those things happen uh, again that's why i say that the earlier you know about it and can tell us the the better it equips us to help you mm-hmm. um the other side of that is is i mean we do have we do have kind of an extra stash of equipment to accommodate some nope. of that to a degree uh, yeah but i mean we have we know we know we are always going to have random requests yes. we can all we can't always accommodate those random requests because we may not have equipment available to do that okay. It may, that equipment may already be deployed somewhere else because somebody else got there 30 minutes earlier, or right. we had something, you know, break that doesn't work now. We had to deploy the spare equipment to, to solve that problem. Right. So that's a part of it. Yeah. And, I mean, and you guys are wonderful with that. You, if it can be done, you guys will do your best to do it. The one thing I want to say to people is if they've taped it there, it's there, it's taped there for a reason. Don't try to move it. Don't try to say this bothers me when I walk over it. Learn to just train yourself to not, if you're going to always be in that ballroom and you know you're going to trip there, just train yourself to walk over it. I have done it for 20 plus years because they've put that there for a reason. And it's big. And who knows what their reason is, but it's not my reason to move it. So please don't. Um, Because I've seen people try to do that. Like, well, this tape's in the way. No, it's not. That tape is not in your way. It's on the floor. The tape is there for a reason. Leave that tape alone. Don't don't touch tape. It's like talking to two-year-olds sometimes. Um, I think the other thing I did want to ask you guys, though, is, yeah, you you guys will run around being like, I'm trying to find it. And I, just like many a track director and many other people have come and gone, okay, I'm really, really sorry. They didn't tell me. And the basic thing I've always had, I've gone in and Jason has seen me and I'm gone. I swear I didn't know. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) They never told me. I will let you look at my emails. But all of the sudden, yeah. And so, y'all, just be patient. If if something comes up, do it that way. And remember, it's con. Try to, you know, not be a jerk and just go with the flow and ride with the tide. It's okay. We're going to do the best we can. Yeah, and the con pack up. Okay. Yeah, I hear this all the time. Yeah, con pack up, and I'm going to let you guys talk about this for a second. But we've already heard Regina talk about 
the dead dog party, which is for volunteers. If you want to have that fun, you got to volunteer and put your hours in. But what do y'all have to do before you in tech ops are allowed to go and basically eat something on Monday where you might be able to sit down and it's hot? Yeah. So remember that, that load in thing that we do yeah, that we usually stagger over three to four days. Well, we have mm-hmm. to do that in reverse in about six hours. Eight. If we're uh, being eight, if we're lucky, we're really getting technical. How? Oh, wow. So we have to get every piece of equipment that we put in every one of these spaces untaped from the floor, broken back down into its components, put all the cables back in the boxes, get it all loaded onto trucks, get the trucks into the dock to start with, and then get it out of the hotel, get it back to where it belongs, unload that truck and have the truck come back so we can load it up again. Yeah. And I mean, we have to load out, what, 15-ish trucks worth of gear, basically mm-hmm. in, the, in about an eight-hour window. And I'll say this also because... As, as you just said, you can't get in until tomorrow at 845. There is often somebody waiting to set up these rooms. Uh, Dragon Con ends at, I mean, I think officially we end at three on Monday. But there are people waiting as soon as that room and all those people are out. They're putting something new in there because Atlanta's a big convention city. And, it, and we're getting, we're not as huge as it was, but there's still stuff going on. Yeah, As with, of today. with pandemic, we don't have so much of the challenge right now of like trying to right. come in on the heels of things. But in many, many years in the past, our loadout has been hindered by the the teams or, or groups that were in our spaces that were getting out. And we have to wait for them to get out before we can come in. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, when we talk about we essentially have to talk about loading and setting up five hotels in a, you know, in a two and a half day window before we go live on Thursday afternoon. I mean, that's, it's still a lot of stuff to, to set up even just in that time. Yeah. That is now, a whole lot. And yeah. How, how, how lenient are your vendors on, do you, do you have to rewrap the, the cables or do they take care of that for you? You just got to get them back in the. We rewrap the cables. The oh, really? Right okay. Not that Not way. Over your no, no, no. the wrong way. No, no. That's the wrong way. How do you that do it? That is the wrong way. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I that's how I do it, so I know it's wrong, and I only do that for my stuff. So yeah, don't don't do that. You shouldn't do that for your stuff cables. either. Yeah, you shouldn't extension do that for cords, your, anything like that. Don't good cables. No. Okay, so how do you? How should you do it? It's uh, look up a video on how to properly coil a cable, but it's you have there's a there's a, a a technique to doing it so that when you when you drop the cable on the floor, it basically uh-huh. doesn't tangle itself. So you can you can just throw a cable across the room and it'll go out straight. It won't it won't make a knot. I am looking this up now. How to properly <laughs> You know what? Well while you talk, I will actually find a I'll show everyone how to do that. Lee, if there you need an in person demonstration, come 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 by our, our ops and, and, and we'll show well, you. I, we'll I happily will teach you a practical application. When you want to come help us pack up all the cable, we'll show you how to do it the right way. I didn't want to do that. I just want to watch. I don't, I just want to know for my Christmas lights. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out for that. And there is there are folks I have now already I think I'm counting like thirty five and more. Oh. Ooh, I'm just a keeping going. The, the corkscrew technique. Woo. That's one way. It's a lasso kind of has their own way that you, you learn how to do it. Like, you know, the way I do it, yeah. it works for me. Like it's just, it, it's whatever makes sense for you. And it's whatever doesn't get tangled up with everything else. Right. So, yeah. 
You'll you'll quickly recognize a poorly wrapped cable from a properly wrapped cable because if you take a cable and you literally just throw it out across, you know, 25 feet away. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. You you do it wrong and it'll just end up in a big knot. Okay. Well, I've been doing it wrong forever. So good to know. John, we don't need to see the video. I think we do. Yep. There we go. There we go. And then there. And then there. And then there. And then there. He's just having a there. lot of fun. And then there. John, stop. John has just gone to YouTube and pulled something up about kegels. And he's like, Kegels? No, no. Cables. Cable. Cables. Not kegels. I said cables, didn't I? I'm hoping you did. Sure. I really am, too. I've already said other things. <laughs> because otherwise, how, how do you know my search history? Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Okay. Right. What is, what's you, the most? I didn't do that. So Sierra asks, "What is the most difficult setup at the show?" <laughs> There's so many that are tied. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's the the complications is just um, it's all of the logistics for the big ballrooms, especially. So it's the. You got, you know, we have to get the stage built. So we have to have somebody deliver all the stage pieces and put all the stage together. We have to have, you know, the crews that are coming in that are hanging the lights and the projection screens and things like that. So they can get all the stuff up in the air that we have to, you know, build. And then we have the people that are doing the pipe and drape around it all. So, I mean, like, it's just coordinating all that kind of stuff in those rooms. Um, And, you know, all of the things that get involved with just making that work in that room, like, you know, from electrical power to, you know, simply access to the space. Like that's what mm-hmm. I think 80% of our complications are with, with kind of doing setup. Yeah. Uh, is I there anything else that... I missed there? Kind of like something, something that comes to mind. No, no, you, you got it. Uh, uh, I would say Sheraton is probably our easiest. <laughs> there are five track rooms and a ballroom. And right? they're all yeah. on the same floor. Yeah, that's it. Well, no, no. Oh, you're right. You're right. We're blo- track rooms are below, and then that's up. But yeah, it's like yes, sorry, less than a full flight of stairs. Yeah, yeah that's there, yeah, Sheraton. See, we love our hotel, Sheraton. It's the best. So yeah, I'm sorry. Um, okay, and I know we gotta start moving to other things, but I think what's very interesting, and if you saw this in the chat, they're all talking about <laughs> what I've never been to Dead Dog. It is something that people are always like, when are you, you know, it's hard. So try not to get in their way on Monday afternoon. Try not to be the person who's like, I still want a panel. No, time to go home now. Go home now. <laughs> do, I don't think we've asked this we question yet. Sleep. Maybe we maybe we did. Yeah. How many volunteers do you have currently? Yeah, because you said you're not well, full. For load in and load out. What's or our, even during the show, I guess. Count right now, I think it's 187. Uh, hang on, I can tell you in one second. Live from Eventony. Yeah, <laughs> live, live from Eventony. Uh, one eighty-seven. Although that is not actually correct. Uh, oh. We had uh, two people message me today that they uh, unfortunately have caught the plague. Uh, yeah, and and will not be attending. And As I think that's, Deepak says that's never enough theory. people. Never enough. Yeah, never enough. It's again, if we were fully staffed, we're we're our department is allocated three hundred and thirty. Yeah. Oh, we really? Have, yeah, we currently have 187 on paper, which is going to end up being, I don't know, 165, 170-ish at the show. Uh, which, so basically even less than half, right at half of 
right at half. And right we really half. need a lot more Oof. people to do what we do. Yeah. Yep. And uh, folks, just to let you know, um, there are some opportunities to volunteer on the spot, but especially if you're down there and you want to talk about, well, I can at least, I can't do anything during the show. You know, I got my kids, but I can help you right now. Go and ask. I mean, you we, know, they sign you up. Got and fifteen volunteer. trucks starting tomorrow. <laughs> got fifteen trucks, eight forty-five. You happen to be in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, and they're donuts and coffee. Um, uh, speaking of which, how if if people do want to volunteer or you know um, figure find out how they can help, um, where would they get a hold of you guys? Yeah. So we have a our, our easiest path is the Facebook page. So we have a Dragon Con Tech Ops Facebook page. Spaces between every words. Uh, there's, it's pretty obvious. There's a, there's a pirate cog on the, on the logo. So <laughs> you'll, you'll find the right one. Um, you if you're, if you're uh, looking to message us through there, that's kind of the quickest way to reach us. If you're on site and you want to, you want to come volunteer, put in a couple of hours, even if you already bought your badge and you're just like, you know, Hey, I want to see what tech ops is all about. Come by our tech ops office in the Marriott. We're in L 504, 505. It's behind the concierge desk on the main lobby level of the Marriott. And that's over by uh, Regina's area too, right? Yeah. In the, where um, the, if you keep following that yes, hallway around, yeah. we're the last door on the left. No, I'm sorry. You can't really follow that hallway around. Um, they do kind of block that one off starting uh, for that. But you can, if you're there on Wednesday, tomorrow or Wednesday, you can go down that way and talk. Yeah, but we'll, otherwise, they're going to kind of block that one out. I think we'll actually have most of our ops set up uh, by tomorrow afternoon. So, Wow. Really? Yeah, we, we get we the Marriott, Marriott tomorrow, so we'll year. we'll have Marriott set up probably tomorrow. Oh, that's right, you will. So hey, there you go. Um, okay, so I just love it, and I, I do. I really want to know somebody named Velveeta on Tech Ops. <laughs> somebody needs to be like, Velveeta. come volunteer with us, Lee. We'll we'll make your uh, no, bed name Velveeta. No, no, no. Lee can't lift or bend a lot anymore. That's okay. That's fine. That's okay. We have lots of roles that still that still no. fit for that. I have yet to see one thing where y'all don't have to lift or bend with what you we, do. I run the ops room. I have to do radio check-in and check-out 24 hours a day for the five days of the convention. The do you just sleep you in there? Is reach. I don't personally do it. Oh, okay. I, have, I, I, have, got I have to manage the people. Ah. Um, occasionally, I was just like, have to step no, in just... if somebody is not there. But you, you, all you got to do is reach and grab a radio and hand it to the person and Put in, put in the number and, and yeah. their name. Yeah, Kalnock is not a free elf. Just FYI. <laughs> Just saying all again, Kalnock is not a free elf, y'all. We need to watch out for there this. Uh-huh. We broke him. Yay, um, we broke him. All right, Wolfman yes. Kalnock, we'd like, to, uh, we'd like to play games with our guests at the end of our uh, episode. So uh, you should see in the private chat a uh, – well, just head over to Jackbox TV, and the room code is there. Um. If you and have another browser wanna, or whatever. Right. So you guys get in before anybody else. But if you are tech ops and you're watching this right now, why don't you try to be let everybody else who's played stand back. This is, might be the only time tech ops gets to have fun for the next couple of days. Just the next. I'm couple sure of they days. like doing Afterward. what they're doing. Otherwise, why would they keep oh, doing it? Of course it? they do. But Other than, I mean, you know, just... Wolfman has been indoctrinated to the point that he doesn't know a life <laughs> without man. it. Uh, Poor, man. Poor man. But. If you're not, if you're tech ops, we would love to see your uh, fun little name playing today when John shows it out for everybody else. And I'm about to do that. Yeah. Sometime but soon. Again, Here we go. 
remember, folks, if you see people there and they'll have a volunteer ribbon, it says it on their ribbon, on their lanyard, not ribbon anymore, lanyard, uh, be nice, say thank you, wave at them, wave at them, just be nice, don't, remember, everybody's volunteering, folks. Can you hear the audio, Lee? I can hear the audio, and I'm just looking at some of the names. Kalnock is right there. There he is. Kalnock is not the free elf. Okay. <laughs> Bring him a sock. I am. I tell you, man, I got cool socks too. I'm bringing him some socks. All right, we're gonna we're gonna play set course for sci-fi tonight. Set course for sci-fi. Well, we're playing. It's it's the. You can sign these up this it's way. It's a game. It's it's never mind. Doesn't matter. You just got a list. Uh, sure. I hope you're ready for well, Quiplash Three. Return to the planet of the Quips. Oh. I'm your host, okay. Schmitty, asking you to please spay and neuter your pats. You heard me. <laughs> Don't look now, but it's that round one. All right, so everyone who's playing. points. You score points based on the percentage of voters who like Once your answers. Done. Clear enough? Sure hope so. Let's go. Uh, everyone who's playing should get a couple of prompts sent to their device. Uh, just fill it up best you can. If you weren't able to get into the game... Um, sorry about that. We have limited number and otherwise this game would go on forever. Uh, but please uh, join the audience and vote for your favorite in the audience. Um, while they do that, I will, while they're filling out their little devices there, I will point out that, uh, Naomi says, uh, no, really, we have a ton of roles for folks at all skill levels and levels of accessibility. We are more than, there are more than, we are more than a couple of folks wrapping cables and turning knobs and throwing heavy things. Yep, so that is very true. there's lots of, and, and uh, Matt also points out there's something for everyone in tech ops. Um, Nikki says the equipment room, I don't have to lift or bend. We, we have a lot of different kinds of roles. So mm-hmm. yeah, don't think you have to be technical. Don't think you have to lift heavy stuff. Uh, I mean, we're like a size of a medium business. We, we have all kinds of roles in the middle. Yeah, actually, I just thought about that. You actually guys have, uh, well, if you're fully staffed, you'd be twice the size of the company I work for, but but um, you are about the size of the company I work for right now. Um, nope. <laughs> Not the one I used to work for. Nope. Yeah, well, you work for the yeah, government. Yeah, um, I work for the government. They, they seem to be large. Um, oh, no. Kevin points out I'm bringing a con newbie. Uh, not a Dragon Con newbie, but a Con newbie. Oh, wow. And he's volunteering with Tech Ops this year. Nice. So, first timer and... Uh, thanks, number 12. You ruined it. I don't... What was that? What was that? I don't... I have no oh. Idea, but... Oh. You did it. You have... A, oh. Okay. Uh, back we to always the... have 11. That's all we have. 11 live listeners. Okay, here we go. Besides a fly, what's the worst thing a teleporter can combine you with? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum Ooh. or Ooh. Sticky Floor to Con Suite? Besides a fly, what's the worst Ooh. thing a teleporter can, could combine you with? Jeff Goldblum or Sticky Floor to Con Suite? Cheesy poofs. I get to go get some cheesy poofs. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Rena. Uh, quick Blast yeah. goes to the Powell family with Sticky Floor to sorry, Con Rena. Suite. I love you. All right, check this out. How <clears throat> how you'd pass the time stuck on Mars for a couple of okay, years. Pick your favorite <laughs> Lots of earth gazing or set up satellite Elon Oh, was it set up satellite Elon Wi-Fi. Elon Wi-Fi and game. 
There you go. Um, so I don't understand that. I believe they're talking about Elon Musk's um, oh, yeah, that's Wi-Fi. Okay, I got gotcha. uh, Lots of uh, lots of earth gazing or Wi Fi and gaming. Eighty six percent to Gabe. Oh, sorry, Kelnock. Next we have Sorry, Kelnock. The ninth thing you'd do if you had a time machine. Now it gets real. Pick your favorite. I'd recruit more folks for tech ops in the past. <laughs> Make misfits. <laughs> Make Misfits of Science a twenty-year or twenty-season show. The ninth thing you'd do if you had a time machine. I. What's that? I, I said ninth. Oh, uh, recruit more folks for tech ops in the past, or make Misfits of Science a twenty-season show. Uh, we need and more Wolf tech Man ops. Man got tech ops in the past. Woo! He's found them and he's got them. First thing you'd say if you made first contact with aliens Decision. on behalf of Earth. Choose your favorite. You were supposed to be Vulcans or hail to the king, baby. The first thing you'd say if you made first contact with aliens on behalf of Earth. You were supposed to be Vulcans or <laughs> hail to the king, baby. I'm sorry. I just watched Lower Decks the other week and the, I that's pretty good. Um and you're supposed to be Vulcan's wins. There you go. Further ado. <laughs> personal flaw that would immediately get you kicked out of the Starfleet Academy. Itchy trigger finger or brutal. A personal flaw that would immediately get you kicked out of Starfleet Academy. Brutal or itchy trigger finger. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, and Reyna wins with Itchy hey, Trigger yeah. Finger. Let's okay, Wolfman, that was supposed to be Brutal what? It was supposed to be Brutal Honesty. Oh, Brutal ah. Honesty, there you go. Yeah, the problem with this game is you can't go back and change your answer when you see it. Oh, I accidentally hit too soon. Um, aliens have landed on Earth. The first thing they say is, take me to your sauna or candy. The first thing aliens say to you is, take me to your blank. Sana or candy? Uh, looks like we split the room. Split the room. But Woo! Lee wins slightly with candy with 53%. Next I've got candy on my mind right now. Something your friends would say if you had an alien stuck to your face. Pick your favorite quip. Who's your little friend? Or, hey, bud, you got a little something over there. Over here. Sorry. Something yes, your friends would say if you had an alien stuck to your face. Hey, bud, you got a little something over here. Or those. Who's your little friend? Hi. Uh, looks like Chris won with, hey, the bud, you got a little something like over here. Me. It's fine. I no, it's really okay. It's I a... put your, I liked your little friend. I did. Before pew pew, lasers used to make the sound. No. Pick your favorite. Of scared cat noises or zap zap. Before pew pew, lasers used to make the sound zap zap or scared cat noises. Oh, okay. No, now I understand what Lee was. Put something the same as, as the other. <laughs> uh, scared cat noises wins. That was Gabe. 
Now I understand what Zan was saying because there's 11 people in the audience, and then someone, a 12th person, came into the audience on the game. Got it. Look at the scores. Let's see who's winning. Gabe is winning with Chris and Powell family right behind. Welcome to round two. I knew you could make it, but get ready. The points are doubled and the pressure is on. Okay, so while they do that, and go through some more of these um, uh, messages here. Uh, um, oh, actually, yeah. So uh, earlier, earlier, Shannon, uh, Sharon, excuse me, said the sound for cyber uh, Cybertronic Spree is always great. Uh, that has to be the most complicated show and or the symphony. Um, how much how much setup do you guys got to do for the symphony? A lot. It's, I mean, we're miking, you know, a hundred piece orchestra. So it's, it's a lot of setup. Uh, we have to get, and we usually don't have a lot of time to get them turned around and get them on stage and get all the mics in place and even just music stands and, and instruments. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. That's one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite events at, uh, at Dragon Con. That's one thing I always try to make sure I go see. It's totally worth your time. Oh, uh, do we know when that is? What day uh, that's on? It is on Friday? Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday of course, at, uh, I believe it's seven. Of course, you could always consult your app. Um, oh, there was something up at the top here that came in earlier. Oh, uh, Kevin did point out earlier that Sentinel um, gets reset several times. International North, South, and West gets joined and split. If I recall, uh, we're, that's when we were talking about uh, what rooms have to. Uh, what's when you're doing setup? If you have to go back and reset things all the time. Those are apparently the uh, places where that happens. Um, and Morgan uh, gave us a quote on on a tape from earlier. Uh, $18 for a 2-inch <gasps> width, $36 for 4-inch width. And that's per... The best is... Wow. Yes, yeah, per roll. Oh, my. Uh, what invention... <laughs> what invention, rather, will eliminate the need for government? Unlimited breadsticks or intelligent people? <laughs> What invention will eliminate the need for government? Intelligent people or unlimited breadsticks? Both of which, probably true. Which one do you have a better chance of getting? <laughs> uh, Sierra says, shout out to the Sentinel team. You guys are amazing. And here we Centennial. Have- Centennial. Sentinel. Sentinel. That's Sentinel for me. That's why I can never find it. Uh, the one thing Green... I didn't see who won the last one. The one thing Green Lantern isn't allowed to create with his ring... The Stargate or another lantern, which would then create another lantern, which would then create another lantern. Unlimited breadsticks won the last one. Oh, unlimited breadsticks. Okay. One thing Green Lantern isn't allowed to create with his ring, the Stargate or another lantern. I'm getting rid of that bad Green Lantern movie. That was a really good line from Deadpool, though, like. And don't make the suit animated. <laughs> Another lantern one. You're welcome, Canada. The only thing a sonic screwdriver can't open. Wood or your dog's mouth when they had something bad. The only thing that's beautiful. I'm sorry. The only thing a sonic screwdriver can't open. Your dog's mouth when they have something bad or wood. Uh, 
Oh, wow! Yep, Super Quiplash for Duke. Is that Duke Cray? Duke Cray. Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got all the audience and all the votes from the players as well. <clears throat> what humanity will evolve into right, after a million years? A portable, all-knowing machine that farts? Or... What is, what's that? Eloy? I, the Eloy. Oh, and Eloy and Murlocs, of course. Morlocks. Morlocks. I said Morlocks, didn't I? What did I say? No, you said Morlocks. More, okay, whatever. More. Look. Look. I it's know. been a long, long 50 days. It's been a long 50 days here. Uh, looks like a portable, all-knowing machine that farts is what we'll evolve into after a million years. Okay, what's next? That is very much. <laughs> How do you know your smartphone? Right, smartphone? Your yeah, your smartphone. Your smartphone Flo is plotting against you. How do you know your smartphone is plotting against you? Ads for FU? It's a or it's a smartphone. How do you know your smartphone is plotting against you? It's a smartphone or ads for fu. Which I'm, let's just I'm, I'm I'm assuming someone messed up typing, but I actually kind of like ads for fu. Fun palace. Ads for fu. Uh, funeral homes. Funeral homes. Funeral homes. That's a good one. That is a good one now. Sorry, I didn't get that. Didn't see that, Steve, right until I actually thought it might be ads for flu. The quickest way to get Spock mad at you. Okay, everybody, pick your favorite quip. Do the sign wrong? Oh, and hey, somebody even put in the emoji. Well, do the sign wrong or stupidity? The quickest way to get Spock Live mad at you. Live long and prosper, man. Stupidity Live or do the sign wrong. Oh, that is my I think we know the oh. correct answer. I don't know what that was for, but... Way to go, oh, Gabe! Gabe gets super quiplash. There with you go. do the sign wrong. And next is Honestly, what does Godzilla want? For the one you like best. Oh, somebody got messed up on the typing again. Uh World Peace and Fire Breath for All, or some fill in your own uh joke there. Honestly, what does Godzilla want? World peace Some and pizza, fire breath obviously. for all. What's that? Some pizza. Obviously. Some pizza. There you go. Pizza. Uh, what was it, Wolfman? What were you uh, typing? I was going to go for like a breath mint or something like that. Breath mint for crying out loud. That's not a bad one either. I would have liked and that too. Now. <clears throat> Slow zombies are terrifying. Fast zombies are worse. But the scariest zombies are the ones that say, come give Aunt Mural a kiss. You're welcome. Uh, there's no other answer for that. But that one was mine. Round two that was no a good more, one. But how did you score? I'm right. sorry, that was, was not one. intentional. All right, let's see where we're at now. Gabe is still winning with Lee right behind, and I think oh. Chris was the third. That'll be that'll be done now. All right, last round. No holds barred quipaganza. I'm going to send each of you a prompt that requires three separate responses. Remember, big points mean big pressure. Okay, well, they do that. Uh, <laughs> Steve says Godzilla just wants some. That's it. Just want some. <laughs> Everybody wants some. Um, okay, I'm trying to answer these questions. 
What are your, some of your favorite interactions with attendees? Now, that was a question that I was actually going to ask earlier. You guys keep typing in. I'll just put it out there. Um, how many how many accidental open mic, uh, live mic incidents have you guys witnessed oh, over the years? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Wolf, Wolfman, try to actually calculate the number. I'm just trying to think of anything like really bad that's happened. Like, I don't remember any specific bad open mic issues. That's true. Lots of incidences that have happened, but none that were like egregiously bad. Right. They, they, they just didn't realize they turned off their mind. They were just like, continuing talking. Th- now, there was a really fun one that I was running audio for with uh, Alan Tudyk, Nathan Fillion, and Marina Baccarin. Marina wasn't there. She called, they called her on their phone. And they were holding the phone up to the microphone, and she didn't know that the audience was listening to the conversation. That was funny, but like <laughs> in terms of like a, like an open mic kind of weird thing. Uh, Brian says I, I had to cut the mics once. Dot dot dot. Um, that's a, one time at Dragon Con camp. Um, one time at Dragon Con camp. Kevin says uh, one of my favorite tech ops memories was a. Was is the first year I was in Centennial. I got it right that time for the symphony. Watching the lights being run, it was pretty amazing. All right, we're back. Let's see three most awkward things about being assimilated now by the board. Pick your favorite: shared consciousness, shared memories, and weird implants, or the fashion sense, unopened cheese, and the neighbors. <laughs> the three most awkward things about being assimilated by the board. The fashion sense, unopened cheese, and the neighbors, or shared consciousness, shared memories, and weird implants. I don't know what the unopened cheese is referenced to. Uh, Wolfman. Ooh. Hey, Wolfman gets it with 71 point, 71% of the vote. The neighbors. I like the neighbors. Three things you should you should have to put on the uh, sorry, excuse me. Three things we, we should have put on the Voyager to Golden favorite. Record to really give aliens the gist of humanity. Proper anatomy, bad tweets, and Beyonce, or TikTok videos and Real Housewives. Three things we should have put on the Voyager Golden Record to really give aliens the gist of humanity. TikTok videos, Real Housewives, or proper anatomy, bad tweets, and Beyonce. And uh, Raina gets it with uh, proper anatomy, bad tweets, and Beyonce. I swear that poop just burped. <laughs> Forget Westworld. <clears throat> the three worlds I want to experience are... Here's the fun part. Pick your favorite quip. Fully staffed world, water world, or <laughs> Amazonia. Or triple world, ice cream world, Firefly got seven seasons world. <laughs> Both very good answers. Both not bad. Forget Westworld. The three worlds I want to experience are fully staffed world, water world, and Amazonia, or triple world, which won ice cream world, and Firefly got seven seasons world. Besides electronic sheep, what are the three things androids might dream of? Okay. Electric Avenue, Electric Boogaloo, Electric and yeah... Well, that. Um, having friends, gaming without hacks, and watching Dragon Con live stream. Oh. Besides electric sheep, what are the three things androids might dream of? Having friends, gaming without hacks, 
or watching Dragon Con live streams, live stream rather, Electric Avenue, Electric Boogaloo, Electric and, well, yeah, that. And having friends oh. getting real hacks and watching Dragon Con live stream wins. All right, final that score. I believe we made it. Let's see the final scores. Looks like we made it. I can't believe I'm that. Oh, I'm in last. Well, we don't know yet. Oh. Gabe wins. Gabe wins. Yay, Yay Gabe. Golf clap. Very nice golf clap. Okay, now as we're leaving this, I want to ask you two one last question. What is something, no matter what, you pack first for your personal self? What do you make sure is in your bag first? My radio headset. <laughs> Wait, no, I meant for you personally. Seriously, still your radio my headset? My radio headset. Okay, I got you, Cal. Not I am chained to my radio the entire convention. I better have my comfortable in-ear headset. Yep. Same. Yeah, okay. Uh, as, a, as a good first item, uh, food. We always have all of our food stuffs. We've got jerky and granola and dehydrated strawberries and fruit leathers and all that stuff. Like, we have to survive, so it's food. If, if we're talking more of a, a general uh, good shoes... Good Good shoes, yes. Walking shoes, because we do a lot of walking and tech ops. And I have those. I have ones that are, they are already in my Dragon Con big bag, which is the one I pull out and go through and then say, yep, number one, I've got the good memory foam shoes because they'll match everything. I don't care. (laughs) Or I say they match everything, so I don't care. There you go. John, what about you? What is the one thing you make sure you're putting in? I like, I like what Sand said. Which is a portable cell phone charger. Portable cell phone charger. Not, not a bad one these either. These days, yeah, that wasn't a... It's not bad. Yep. Uh, Chris says, see you all at Con. Thanks for another great season of 50 Days of Dragon oh. Con. Oh, coffee beans, I'm... sturdy shoes, and a sweatshirt, and a multi-tool. That's from I'm gonna uh, Tammy. Tell you one. I'm going to tell you one from our intern that works here and lives here. Toilet paper. Water bottle? He hates hotel toilet paper. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's it's already it's legit, already it's already with the legit reason right now. Um, yeah. Yep. yeah. So badge. Naomi uh, Naomi says badge, radio, uh, headset, water bottle, and multi tool. And uh, Zan does remind us about water bottle. Water bottle is a, probably a must have. Water, 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 water. Yeah, my Camelback sitting right over here in the floor. There. You, oh yeah. wow. There you go. Serious. You're just well. I guess you guys you guys need to have your hands free all the time. So yeah. Well, that and I mean, I, I normally do 70, 75 miles during con. So, like, I drink a lot of water. How do you, I, that, wow. Dude wipes. Uh, and somebody else said they make sure they bring dude wipes. Look, that's <laughs> just rather funny. That's a good answer. Look, I think all, I think all potties now should have a bidet. So, I'm ruined. Bidets. Don't need to. So, yeah, bring your bidet. Bring your bidet with you. You don't forget to pack that. that. Uh, have fun at con. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. Let's see. We got uh, closing out any comments here. Uh, I bring flushable wipes. Save the trees. Taylor says I bring flushable wipes and uh, hail hydrate. There you go. Hail you hydrate. That's from Naomi. All right. Thank That's you, awesome. Wolfman and Kalnock, for joining us. Um, 
and oh, Sharon does point out there are actually travel bidets. Well, there you go. <laughs> and we learned something today, folks. And we're uh, on Amazon. Uh, the people are coming in with people are coming in with lots of stuff. My main item of necessity is my camera and a mega zoom lens. Uh, meds, of course. Yes, don't forget to pack your meds. Um, take your meds, but don't share your meds and don't take other people's. Meds. I forgot to say. I forgot to mention this. How I'm going to give away, uh, so so our Canadian friends gave us a couple of of limited edition tchotchke things. Um, we have we have we have giveaways, right? If you come up to me, I only have a very limited of them, so you're going to have to catch me probably on Friday. I'm not sure when they're when when, when I'll see um, Steve Marina, but um, if you come up to me and introduce yourself as Dwayne Johnson, you can have one of my very limited edition of these things. That's my okay. Now wait. <laughs> That's, that's, that's yours. And you, you got to say you're Dwayne Johnson. Correct. Dwayne Johnson, not that do, other name. You do something like, hello, my name is Wayne, Dwayne Johnson. I'm here at Con. Okay, I got it. Come up and serenade me. There you go. There's your... So so uh, our friends gave us... Again, they're just... Whatever. Um, they're they're very cool. Very, I've seen a picture of them. They're very cool. I haven't, I haven't very, seen them in very person. Cool. But, We're very excited um, about them. Very and limited, have, but if you come by, we say limited. We mean like we can carry them in our pockets. Limited. We yeah. don't have yeah. a whole lot, but it's really cool. Uh, but anyway, so, but you got to serenade me. <laughs> you got to serenade. So and dancing helps. Until next time, I, I got a bunch of stuff I'm going to throw up here. I'm going to throw up here uh, some comments as as we're rolling the credits because there's a lot of stuff that people are recommending you bring, but we do got to roll. So uh, and these guys got to get some sleep before you know the big <laughs> next couple of days without sleep. Uh, so until next time, for Wolfman, Kalnock, and Lee, this is John saying until next time, peace. And I probably should have Bye. the thing ready to go, uh, but and I don't. And a travel bidet. And there There's a go. travel bidet right there. I think that's just a picture of a water bottle. This was a production of The Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 813-3210-TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike License. I can't see, wait to see you in a couple of days. See you and in a couple we of love days. everybody. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Because um, we wouldn't do this without you, promise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we might. We like Who knows? To each other. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you soon.